This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, June 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nelly. Here's today's headlines. Waterways get POTUS focus. NAFTA prospects and sugar. VP promotes pollinators and shippers to get house ag focus. The importance of the nation's waterways will be showcased today as President Trump highlights his infrastructure plans at a trip to Cincinnati. The president will be joined by Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue, Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke, and EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt at a private marina along the Ohio River. It's not a barge-loading facility, but several agricultural groups hope Trump will mention the importance of investing in the inland waterways and the crucial role they play in keeping U.S. agriculture competitive. Mike Steenhook, Executive Director of the Soy Transportation Coalition, has been invited to the event says he hopes the president will draw on his business skills, talk about the ways to inject more private sector discipline in the funding and the building process. Steenhoek told Acropulse, we spend a lot of time talking about the need for more funding. It's not always about writing a bigger check, but providing more certainty and predictability. Steenhoek said when funds are provided in a piecemeal manner, it often results in cost overruns. Democrats. Private investors ignore rule needs. Congressional Democrats are pushing back hard on the White House insistence on requiring private investment for all types of infrastructure, including waterways improvement, as well as roads and bridges. Democrats say that's especially unfair to rural areas who can't offer sufficient profits to make such public-private partnerships viable. Senate Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer of New York says Americans have always relied on the government to fund infrastructure needs. He said the private sector might not build high-speed Internet all the way out to the house at the end of the road if there isn't a profit there. But our rural people are as entitled to high-speed Internet as people in urban areas. Sugar deal seen as positive for NAFTA. The Trump administration has reached a new agreement with Mexico on sugar trade that supporters say bodes well for renegotiating the North American Free Trade Agreement. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue says the deal sets an important tone of good faith between the two countries. He said, I maintain that if the rules are fair and the playing field is level, American agriculture products will succeed, thrive, and lead the way. Tom Slate, president and CEO of the U.S. Grains Council, says the agreement is a necessary foundation for negotiating with Mexico on other issues. Senator Chuck Grassley, Republican of Iowa, says the deal bodes well for the NAFTA talks. Neither U.S. sugar refiners nor sugar growers are happy with the agreement, however. The agreement requires that 70% of imports from Mexico be raw and allows the remaining 30% to be refined. The U.S. sugar refining industry wanted an 85-15 split. For more details on the agreement, check out this week's AgriPulse newsletter hitting inboxes this morning. Pence's drawing attention to pollinator plight. Vice President Mike Pence's wife, Karen, has installed a beehive on the grounds of their residence to draw attention to pollinator health. The decision has echoes of Michelle Obama's decision to plant a garden and put a beehive on the White House grounds. The pollinator issue isn't new for Miss Pence, who had a hive added to the grounds of the Indiana governor's residence in 2014. Miss Pence said all types of pollinators, such as bees, butterflies, birds, and bats, are critical to providing our nation's food, fiber, fuel, and medicine. However, 
our beekeepers have been losing colonies for many years. This presents a serious challenge to our ability to produce many of the agriculture products that we enjoy today. The Vice President's Hive contains some 20,000 bees and continues to grow. The Trump administration faces some important decisions on pollinator issues. EPA released a policy in January targeting pesticides that pose acute risk to pollinators and now is developing a label language for pesticide registrants. The agency also was working on finalizing pollinator risk assessments for neonicotinoids. Farms to get more time on FSMA water rules. The Food and Drug Administration says it's going to delay the compliance dates for the new irrigation water requirements being imposed under the Food Safety Modernization Act. FDA says the length of the extension is still under consideration. The agency's produce safety rule contains both testing and record-keeping requirements for water quality. America First, the focus of lawmakers. House Agriculture Committee will make the case today for maintaining the Food for Peace program, the flagship U.S. hunger relief program that relies on using U.S.-grown commodities. President Trump's budget calls for eliminating Food for Peace as well as the smaller McGovern-Dole International School Feeding Program. Members of the House Committee are expected to argue at a hearing today that the budget proposals run counter to Trump's Buy American policy. We'll be watching to see whether the committee members also throw their support behind the cargo preference rule in Food for Peace, which requires half the food aid to be shipped on U.S. flagged carriers. A major aid organization with considerable support to Capitol Hill, World Vision, has been backing away from its support for the shipping requirement, which raises the cost of providing food aid. But a labor union leader testifying on behalf of the shipping industry will urge the committee to keep the rule in place. Bryant Gardner, a spokesman for USA Maritime and Industry Coalition, says cargo preference is the bedrock of America's merchant marine. The shipping industry has long been a powerful ally of farm and food aid in maintaining political support for Food for Peace. Gardner says Food for Peace stands out among foreign aid programs as a transparent, reliable, and enduring program for fighting hunger and suffering around the world. Cattle producers head for the hill. Some 60 young cattle producers will be on Capitol Hill today to talk up policy priorities for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. Those concerns include overhauling the Endangered Species Act, tax reform, supportive trade policies, and a vaccine bank for foot and mouth disease. NCBA's Young Cattlemen Conference kicked off last week in Denver, took a one-day layover in Chicago before arriving in Washington late Monday night. Here's today's He Said It. Most farmers and consumers have no better friends and few harder workers than the honeybee, as more than one-third of all U.S. crop production requires insect pollination. That the word of Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, June 7th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.